episode 44 of Revisiting Sunnydale. I am Camila. And I am Marcella. We are, of course, revisiting Sunnydale by means of watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer every episode, one at a time. Sometimes, two, three, four yeah, times. Sometimes. Remember, there's going to be spoilers, and if you haven't done so already, please check us out on Facebook, Revisiting Sunnydale. Like the page, that'd be awesome. You can also follow us on Twitter at Back to Sunnydale. And uh, yeah, follow us on Libsyn, and uh, we have our own iTunes RSS feed now. Yes, we that's, do. That's the big news, kids. So before you were probably, um, hopefully you had subscribed to Rugged Angel Productions and you were getting three separate podcasts in that feed. But now, revisiting Sunnydale, we've been doing so well and there's been a lot of attention. I decided, hey... Let's give Revisiting Sunnydale its own little space. Yeah. Own little slice of the internet. It's wonderful. So we have now, a new logo. I know, new logo. It's wonderful. Thank you, uh, Ruthie at Coco Design Studios for the new logo. Yeah, I love it. Spot on. Um, so yeah, make sure to, now you can just go on iTunes, look up Revisiting Sunnydale, mm-hmm. subscribe, like, rate, and review. Yes. Please, please, please. please. And um, yeah, so as of right now, all of our episodes from like 40 on are going to be on there. It's going to take me some time to move everything over, as moving does. Mm-hmm. So um, eventually we'll get stuff there. Until then, like back episodes will still be on our website and Libsyn. And uh, yeah, so if you like the Facebook page and if you check out our Twitter, then you'll always be informed of new episodes and where to find them. Mm-hmm. Um, alrighty, so... Oh, I guess before we get go any further, we should probably pay our specs. Yes. God. To 2016 in general. Exactly. To just, all of them, all of the celebrities we, and, and role models and just fan favorites that we have lost in 2016. But the latest has been our nerd princess, our rugged angel, our advocate for girl power mm-hmm. and uh, one of the first positive female strong role models that a lot of us in our generation saw yep. on the big screen smart sarcastic witty lovable just awesome woman Carrie Fisher mm-hmm. and then her mom the very next day 24 hours later Debbie Reynolds so yes so, I love Carrie Fisher and Soap Dish. It's probably one of my favorite non-Princess Leia uh, roles. It's been a long time since I've seen Soap Dish. Such a a lot of things that what usually pops up into my head, and I really liked her small her bit roles, bit role, but um, cameo in Scream Three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> She's so feisty. Yes, <laughs> Lorna. <laughs> I was like, do you have, do you want something from me, or can I tell you who you look <laughs> <Yeah>. like? <laughs> So, yes, our hearts and prayers and thoughts go out to Carrie and Debbie's families. Family. Because it's just a heartbreaking oh thing. Like, it's really sad that yeah. that happened. And, you know, we we all heard when Carrie had the heart attack on the plane. And mm-hmm. she went from critical to stable. And everyone was like, yay, it's going to be great. It's going to be what? Yeah. Mo. It's just... So, How many yeah. days are left? We got two. Come on. I know. it. It's the, today is the 30th. Just stop. Can I need to stop. Everybody, please hold on. Stay in your houses. Yes. Don't, you know. <laughs> um. So, yeah. So, everybody, I hope you have a, a pretty safe rest of 2016. Mm-hmm. I hope everybody gets out of there in good spirits. So, moving on. I guess it's time to unbox some stuff. Mm-hmm. And you have a December nerd block. I do. Are you happy with it? No. <laughs> 
thinking about pausing it again. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so this nerd block is all Star Wars. Ah. So for a Star Wars geek, this would be an excellent thing. I am not a Star Wars geek. I don't hate Star Wars, but I don't really need this in my life. Right. Um, so we got a Rogue One coin bank. Mm. Okay. Death Trooper coin bank. Yeah. Which I'm not 12. So of all the characters in Rogue One that you could make a bank <laughs> out of, you give me this one. This character that I see. No. Nope. No. Nope, nope, nope. No. This I might hold on to, though. It's a Darth Vader chrome molded mug. Ooh. Which I'm going to open it up and see what that looks like. If I can. And now it says, does it say chrome plated? Um... Because I imagine putting hot coffee and some chrome would burn the shit out of your mouth. Chrome molded. Oh, this is small. And it's not... What dirt? It's white. White? What? Oh, okay. I see what this is. Oh, well, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's a ceramic mug, but it looks shiny like chrome. That's kind of neat. It is really cool. I'll probably just put pens in it because I will not. I can't no. use this and drink out of it no. for real. You I can't put it in the microwave. No, I can't put it in the microwave. I, qu- I probably shouldn't put it in the dishwasher. Yep. I, I will s- drop it. Yeah. Nope. It's going to be a planter or yeah. a pencil holder. Yep. That guy lives there now. Mm-hmm. All right. That one will stay. Um, it is, it's cool. It's so shiny. It is really shiny. Um, I got some rando... There's like a, a lanyard past nothing. I hate that. Yeah, it's like what? What, <laughs> what am I gonna do point? with this? I no, I don't need these on my keys. No. I don't. No, and stop with this death trooper. I don't care about the death. Give me K two S O. Give me Jin. Give me anyone yeah, else. Exactly. But, uh, which I uh, and um, some coasters. Mm. Which I mean they're cool and all, but I have found that those types of little corkboard coasters they don't. They don't do anything. They don't hold up very well. Yeah, with like sweaty drinks and stuff. They get stuck to it. Yep. Because I have Doctor Who once and half the time I'm like, what happened to the... It's (laughs) it's on my glass. It's... And these are... These are thick though. Yeah. But still, like the cover... But the designs are terrible. Yeah. No. no, Boo. No. Boo. That goes in the box. And that's all? That was it? There no, was there's, not... a, there's a t-shirt. Oh. Well, but the t-shirt was it, which I would have been cool with a, Darth, with a Star Wars t-shirt. Mm-hmm. It's a Transformers t-shirt. Really? <laughs> what? You have one item that's not Star Wars in the box. Really? Why? Why? What? Fail. Why? Huge fail. Absolute fail. That's... And I don't know. I mean, it's still got some nice colors to it. I'll probably end up keeping it. It looks like there should be a unicorn in the background. <laughs> or not. <laughs> That was that, my that's terrible. December nerd block. I'm not a fan. No. Um, does it say what next month is supposed to be in here? Is that t-shirt on the card or did you get screwed? <laughs> yeah, it's on the card. Okay. <laughs> the Decepticons. No. Only de- available at nerd block. Only available in my box of giveaways. <laughs> really? You give me a box of... No. Nope. Oh, well, I don't know. January is going to be Stark Industries. Oh. So okay. I might want to hold on to that. Yeah. You get one more shot. I know, one five more exclusives shot. too. It says five exclusive yeah. items. All right. Okay. Okay, nerd book. All right. We will see. We will see. If it ends up being like a pencil topper and a yo yo. <laughs> <laughs> Another fucking lanyard to nothing. <laughs> you will hear from me. Oh, I am writing a very strongly worded email to you. 
sir. All right, so that's my stuff. Oh. So I have two things. I have the December Geek Fuel, which I'll start with that. And then I have a special fan expo box that was just a one-off thing that they did. I was like, sure, I like stuff. Sure. Why not? Treats for me. So the December Geek Fuel is very heavy. It's a very big box. So the first thing we have is the t-shirt, and it's a RoboCop t-shirt. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. It's like, all right, whatever. Blue. All right. (laughs) Fine. I guess. extraordinary. No. This was the Harry Potter Wizard Wear exclusive this month, and I was very happy with it. It's a Gryffindor scarf. cute. That is really cute. Yeah. That's a good one, too. It's a good one, too. Yeah. That's an old stingy looking. No. Weird. And it's very much like the one I wanted to buy at the park that's like 60 bucks or 40, maybe. Really? No, but now I start. have one. Yeah. Yeah. And it's Gryffindor, not some other house. Oh, okay. I didn't realize they were had I knew they had houses. I mm-hmm. didn't realize each house had a scarf. Each yeah, each house has different colors. Gryffindor oh. is maroon and yellow. Hufflepuff is yellow and brown, I think. Uh Ravenclaw's blue and silver. And Slytherin is green and silver. I just saw something on the internet that was like, Deadpool is a Hufflepuffer. Yeah, he's a Hufflepuff and it's canon. How do we... How How is it canon? Like, what? I don't know. Did he take the test like everybody else? You can take a quiz on the Pottermore website. Okay. And if I end up in Hufflepuff or Ravenclaw one more time, I keep taking this damn test and I'm not... Accept your fate. No. (laughs) I'll be a Ravenclaw. I will not be a Hufflepuff. Think they're, I don't know what any of these words mean. <laughs> I think their mascot is a badger. Who is a badger? Is there goofballs? Ugh. They threw it in my bag. Uh, they've been giving pins away the past couple months, and they're okay. so a, adorable. That's really cute. There's a whole lot of packaging. A whole lot of packaging for a pin. <laughs> yeah. But no, that is a good one. Droid. Yeah. A pick enamels. Aw. Last month was the Indiana Jones one. He had the little Indiana Jones hat. Aw. They're adorable, but what am I going to do with them? (laughs) This came too soon. Get a piece of cloth and just put Mm -hmm. them all in and hang it in here. Or too late. This came too late. (laughs) I guess I'll have cool stuff wrapped next year. Right. (laughs) It's 8 bit gift wrap, and it's, there's like three sheets. It's pretty heavy. Yeah. Yeah, okay. It's just 8-bit graphics. It's okay. Yeah, I mean, it's cool. I mean, you're right. Yeah, it came a little too late. And then the last thing is The World According to Thor. Packed with amazing special features. It's a pop-up book. Like, like it's really neat. (laughs) I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but... Oh, dear. Huh, this is cool. It's a cute little book that tells you, like, the... Yeah. Different things about Thor and... It's all sorts of... Tear outs and yeah. pop ups and weirdness. So, the last thing is every month they include a Steam game. It makes for a nice uh, coffee table. Yeah. Book. Yeah. <clears throat> so, this week, our code word of the week for this episode is. You guys, you should really um, try to uh, tweet us about these. Yeah. And win them because there's got to be somebody out there that plays these games. Right. Somebody has to use Steam. So, this week, this episode, it's Caveman Craig. Caveman Craig. So send us, tweet us at Back to Sunnydale, Caveman Craig, and you, I will direct message you this Steam key so you can have this game. Do it. A unique strategy slash RTS game set in a prehistoric world of dinosaurs and cavemen. It's a free game. Free game. Doesn't like free games. Yeah. We just want to know you're out there Mm -hmm. and you're listening. So remember, Caveman Craig. 
Sweet. And we still have the other two because no one has uh, answered us yet. Yeah. So that was December Geek Fuel. It's Oof. it's okay. It's the the you know it's not. It's not the best among the best right. they've had, but still pretty it's, good. It's still better than the worst. Yeah. Um, like in my nerd blog. <laughs> <laughs> so now this is the fan expo, <clears throat> and it was there were two that they had a premium and a deluxe. Mm-hmm. I got the premium. It was like thirty nine ninety six. The deluxe was sixty nine ninety six. Mm-hmm. It was going to include a couple comics. Uh, Funko mm-hmm. and an assigned eight by ten. Okay. So depending on that was which the one, one you, got, you got, or the both, the, okay. it just depended on. It, there was a better class of eight by ten for the more expensive one. Gotcha. Right. So it came with a lot of comics, which I'm fine with. That's cool. Mm-hmm. There's a Revolution Transformers one. Okay. An Amazing Spider-Man. Cool. Which is very thick. Hmm. And a Batman Adventures that has Poison Ivy, Batgirl, and Harley <laughs> Quinn, which okay. is pretty cool. Yeah. So okay, I've got some new reading material. Mm-hmm. The Funko, which is now yours. Aw, great. Angry Groot is Angry Groot. Hey, I got him at MegaCon. Okay, which so you is already fan have an expo. I already, yeah. Yay! Thank you. So now he lives here. Hey, what's up, friend? And now he's the, a bobblehead. Yeah. And oh, now wait. the. They're all bobbleheads. Some of them are, some of them aren't. <laughs> Just, okay, yeah, I guess some of them are. So these three that I have right here are, are all, bo- yeah. <laughs> but Joey's not. Joey's no, just a figure. Yeah, most of those guys are, are not. Okay. So my 8x10, which is probably well worth the cost of the box by itself, oh, really? was Herschel. <gasps> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's pretty great. Yeah. So, I mean, it was a crapshoot either way. It yeah. could, you know, I could have got a real shit storm. <laughs> but I got Herschel. That's awesome. Yeah. So that totally made me happy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That You would have paid $40 at the very least right. for that in itself. And it came with this cute little fan mm-hmm. expo bag. It came in a huge box full of packing peanuts, and this was just in the bag. So I just put everything <laughs> in here. So that was our geek stuff. Nice. I like it. Yeah. Good deal. All right. Shall we move on to our episode? Zeppo. Zeppo. Yay. Now we're getting into the really, really, really good episodes of season three. Yes. yes, Yeah. We're on the backslide. We're coming down the back end of season three and shit's about to get real. Awesome. Zeppo. Season three. Episode 13. Original air date. January 26th, 1999. Written by Dan Weber, who also wrote Lover's Walk. Hmm? That was the only Mm -hmm. other episode he wrote. Good show there. Yeah. And good show here. Yep. Directed by James Whitmore Jr. Summary. Xander experiences an adventure of his own when he encounters a group of reanimated corpses out to construct a bomb. Meanwhile, Buffy and her friends battle the forces of evil when the Hellmouth reopens. Important guest stars, Channon Rowe as Jack O'Toole and Michael Cudlitz as Bob. Yay! We love Michael Cudlitz. And you guys may all know Michael Cudlitz as uh, Abraham from The Walking Dead. Mm -hmm. All right. Faith is back. Yes. Oh, it's so good. Finally, she's back from her walkabout or whatever that mysterious... Where the hell has she been? (laughs) I don't know, but she's (laughs) she's in it. She's in it. So basically, this entire episode is going to be pretty much told by Xander's point of view. Yeah. Which... It's great. I mean, it it's, really a, it's is. a nice new way of of um, telling a story for them. And um, 
like what we th- what's usually the big to do has been like kind of just shrunken down to just an afterthought afterwards. So like you know the big bad this week. We don't really care or right. know too much about it. It's just kind of yeah. like, you know, we get glimpses and bits and pieces here and there. It's the B story. Yeah, exactly. So we're really here for what Xander's up to. Yeah. <clears throat> so, and this weird situation that he finds himself strange, in. Strange, strange situation. Don't leave Xander alone. Typical just Xander. Don't leave him alone. <laughs> so the gang has just defeated something random. Oh, and, this weird um, sisterhood of Jay. <laughs> okay. okay. Sure. Some demons. Whatever. Women demon or... And uh, the last one makes the worst sound when she dies. It goes on for, I think, a full 60 <laughs> seconds. Big ups to that actress for getting hers in. She was going to be memorable no matter yeah. what. Like, you know, you're going to know me. You're going to know me. But like, this was a weird thing to me because everyone went on this field trip. Mm-hmm. Even Giles is out there. Like, everyone is on this trip fighting yeah so was it already at open up hellmouth apocalypse level when they went right or was it just like eh, i got nothing else to do i guess i'll go on and help fight evil and willow brought marshmallows to roast over the dead corpses of the demons i don't know why i mean even for willow that's really that's a little <laughs> she's weird like what i can sorts. be strange and ca- yes you apparently can <laughs> you've made your point and so I'll, they've defeated them, and then we are forced to notice that Xander has been hiding or is unconscious under a pile of rubble. Which isn't that usually how Giles ends up unconscious mm-hmm. under something? Not Xander. I feel like it's unfair to Xander's character. Mm-hmm. And um, Cheap shot. Yeah. He's better than that. Exactly. Uh, Giles has been knocked unconscious more mm-hmm. than Xander has. Yeah. I beg your pardon. Um, oh, Buffy. The hair. <laughs> so, you know, we start to... We see what's going on, and you know they're all talking about the danger, the evil that's the lurking, that's the foot, and it's time to go back for research or whatever. But they're real rude to Xander. They're, you they know, one are. of these times you're going to get yourself killed. Why now? Out of every other time, when oh right, you mean like when I saved your life? Right. When you were drowning and I brought you back to life? This seems to be the only real time where they actively force Xander outside yeah. of what's really happening. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like, no. I get it for the purposes of what this, this story is, but when you flip it back to the characters and mm-hmm. what their relationship is supposed to be, why is it now everyone's so hell-bent on protecting Xander? Yeah. This, it's a little weird. It is. And this is not even, like, the first apocalypse threat. No. I do like his, well, gee, Mr. White, if Clark and Lois get all the good stories, I'll never be a good reporter. (laughs) Why doesn't Giles know who Jimmy Olsen is? He's not culturally retarded. (laughs) No, but I guess, I mean, mm, you're right. Giles should have (laughs) known. It's only a comic that's been around for 50 years all over the the world. Yes. So, okay. Pretty sure. He should have at least known. Giles is a well-read man. I just... Let's just say he was very distracted in the moment. (laughs) (laughs) And he was not up for Xander's shenanigans at the time. Too much time in the Frisky Watchers chat room. (laughs) It's just, I do, this is one of my favorite episodes, though. Mm -hmm. I really do like this episode. What I don't get is when we come back from the intro, why is he so insistent upon being part of this game of catch? I don't know. Who is he even playing with? Doug and some other guy. I, the, I don't understand why he's so insistent upon being part of this. It looks to me like he had a lot of coffee that day because he's like really mm-hmm. hyped up. 
And Doug's just like, fuck off. Why are you here? This wasn't, nobody asked you. And then he's like, come on, Doug, please. Oh, fine. <laughs> but he did this shit on purpose. He, t- he intentionally overthrew this ball. <laughs> <laughs> and what happened? He's just like, leave me alone. Okay, fine. Yeah. Take it. So that wasn't Xander's fault. No, not Xander's fault Xander at all. Xander didn't throw the ball. It did completely knock... <laughs> Uh, O'Toole's food out of his hand. Yes. But, there um, is the <laughs> butts are gross. So I've never, I've been noticing yeah. things, things since things are so clear, there are things I've been noticing <laughs> due to Netflix. And behind O'Toole in this scene at the school, there's a billboard sign poster thing. And I'm thinking it's an anti-smoking campaign. Right. And it says butts are gross. But there are several different types of butts on this poster, along with a cigarette butt. Oh, really? Yes. It's very strange. And I don't understand why I never noticed it before. I had to rewind it this morning when I was watching it again. Because I think I've said before I watched them like five or six times. Because mm-hmm. I always catch things. Including her bank attire. Yes. Uh, when I was watching this, and yes, this goes to the whole HD and whatnot. Um, when I watched it again... I noticed her, but I didn't realize it was Cordy in mm-hmm. the background. I was like, who is this business Who's the teacher girl? talking? <laughs> Who's this special adult that's exactly. talking to the this cheerleaders? The IRS coming in? <laughs> and, um... Also, what time... Uh, so, is this winter in Sunnydale? Because everyone is wearing a lot of clothes. I know. Heavy, thick, wool... Okay, see? Butts are gross. There's, like, a chicken butt, a cigarette butt. Oh, my goodness. I don't even know what kind what of butt... Butts, a a turkey butt? Butt? Is that a cat anus? That's such a strange poster. Mm-hmm. To it get makes across me the the non, no smoking. Uh huh. It makes me wonder: is this an uh, one of the? Because they did shoot this at a real school. This right. is a real school in LA. Is this a poster that was actually on the wall, or is, is it set decoration? Poster? Yeah. <laughs> Either way, it's just an odd it's choice. It's really an odd choice. <sighs> so O'Toole and Xander have this very hostile. Just like immediately. Yeah. Like, okay, your lunch got knocked out of your hand, but um, you're going to cut his face off? Right. I'm Whoa. sorry. <laughs> Although oh. I do love Xander's adorable little... <laughs> you want to be starting something with like, like that Michael Jackson song? <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> but which also reminds me that... Does, has anyone ever actually used that term to threaten anyone in real life? I don't think so. It doesn't sound like... Maybe a jet? Because, yeah. <laughs> in because, West Side Story? I, because no. Xander had the very appropriate response because... <laughs> There's no way I could take somebody seriously yeah. like that. You want to be starting something? And the creepy way that she's watching all of this go down, though. You have nothing else better to do? Like, she's just real bitter still about everything that went down, just looking for reasons to fuck with him. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Cordy just goes on and tears him down a little bit more. And uh, she's harsh. She's way harsh. Yeah, she is. But he deserves every yes, single second of it. Exactly. Every single second. Exactly. Like, I don't fault her at all for Mm-mm. anything she says to him. It's shit's cuts deep. But that's what happens when you cheat on your, your ex. Yeah. You cheat on your girlfriend. And um, that kind of happens. And plus, you know, he's always he's he also has made some pretty snide um, slut yeah. shaming type con uh, and uh, comments to her in the past. So and about to come out next week, too. He says something terrible to her. Yeah, about her clothing and mm-hmm. her hair and blah, blah. Yes, oh, yes. Um, so, yes. But I do, he, she makes the comment about 
uh, Jimmy Olsen. He's like, hey, yeah. I just shut up. Don't you use that <laughs> against me. So that's what you get when you like you have this dynamic of your ex has like all of your secrets mm-hmm. and is going to use them against you. Yep. So, yes. Oh, I'm going to speak in your terminology now. I'm using mm-hmm. Jimmy Olsen against you. And she points out to Xander that he has nothing to contribute to the group. Nothing at all. But she he does. He does. Damn it. He is the heart. He is. And, you know, we don't all fully understand it until much later, but... Hey, at the end of season four, he is the actual Mm -hmm. heart Mm -hmm. in the spell to beat Adam. Yes, and it's brilliant. Mm -hmm. Like One of my most favorite fight scenes in Buffy. This school scene, so we then transition to school and Xander's flipping out and this is the worst school lunch. They're apparently having hot dogs and spaghetti. Yeah. And that person got way too much spaghetti. (laughs) But this scene cracks me up because Oz looks like he wants to be anywhere else. (laughs) More than anything, I just want this conversation Mm -hmm. to be over. But by the time it's over, he actually is giving him thoughtful, you know. Right. But right now, he's like looking at him like, why are you talking to me? We still don't work this shit out. Why are you talking? Why are we alone at this table? Why are none of our... How? Why are we even speaking? Right. Get away from me. Right. Xander is... He has come, and what what I would imagine that a lot of young men uh, come to this point in their lives where they're questioning their masculinity. Mm-hmm. Are they strong enough? Are they quote unquote manly enough? Mm-hmm. Because you know, O'Toole, we had it. O'Toole, he's the pool. Yeah, um, has challenged him, and he was really not up for the challenge. Yeah, because I mean, how how could you be a sociopath who who uh, threatens to? Yeah. Cut your face off. This is a little different than when Larry was bullying. Him. Yeah. This guy, like, literally, like, he's mm-hmm. ready to he commit. He put hands on Yes, you. <laughs> he, was, he was ready to commit an actual crime of murder. <laughs> and not having this cool factor is really bothering him. Right. He can't What's figure out thing? what is it. What's my thing? Yeah. And I love that Oz is like, well, you've got a shiny new obsession. <laughs> yes. Yes. I like that he points that out. Mm, this is really, this is really an attractive quality. Um, and when he's like, is it hard to play guitar? Not the way I play. <laughs> I enjoy that Keeping as well. Real. Yeah. Keeping it real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, yeah, Xander just points out that everybody has a, or everybody st- seems to have a thing that defines them or makes them interesting or cool. And he doesn't have it. He does not have one. Um, so, uh, and we, you know, we're back to our B plot of nothingness, really. <laughs> the end of the world. Yes. It's just, just kind of the end of the world. And, um, it gets real tongue in cheek at this point. And I think if you're viewing this for the first time, once you see like Oz howl, like Oz comes into the library to get locked up. At 520 in the afternoon. <laughs> Why are people still at school at 520 in the afternoon? So if sun's going down at 520 in the afternoon, then we're safe to say this is winter. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Oz goes to lock himself up in the in the cage and, um, you know... Death and destruction, end of the world, gloom and doom, Giles and Buffy are discussing. And then uh, as if on cue, you know, uh, as how? No, it's, it's bad. It's like a crash zoom close up. And, and why does he have so much spit in his mouth? I don't know. That's one of the, there. I mean, there are many special effects in Buffy that are not the best. Right. But the werewolf is the it's worst. the worst. It's the worst. And I wish that they would stop stop I, yeah. they should have just I, they, I, I hate that there were so many werewolves mm-hmm. in this like you guys can't do it right no just don't quit don't do it leave it Veruca's alone. even worse oh, it's terrible it's fucking terrible it might as well just be a woman wearing a fur coat <laughs> <laughs> so the very next day they're like talking about 
the apocalypse that, that is coming and Willow saying how the only nightmare she ever has is about that thing that came out of the floor, which good on you because it wrapped itself around your foot. It was really scary. Yeah. But did she have that nightmare last night and just come to school? She's wearing pajamas. She's in pajamas. She's in full on pajamas. And Buffy's wearing a full on fur lined winter coat. It's not that hot in California. Even in the winter, it's not that cold. I mean, it's not that cold. Yeah. I don't know. What's, yeah. And it's buttoned up. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. So here comes Xander with his thing. His thing. This is his thing. He's, He's in this old classic car. He's borrowed Uncle Rory's car because Uncle Ray has too many DUIs. Oh, his family. <laughs> oh. When we actually meet the Harrises, we understand where Xander has yeah, come from. It's like he's lucky to have gotten out mm-hmm. as unscathed as he did. Yeah. I like that Buffy asks if it's a penis metaphor. Yes. <laughs> Because he just keeps saying over and over again, this is my thing. This is my thing. This is the thing that's going to make me cool. No, it's not. No, you need to go rethink this. Yes. And um, so, you know, they tell Xander some more about there's a doom coming into the world. He's like, oh, how can I help? And they send him off for donuts. Rude. (laughs) Rude. Pretty sure they could have got their own damn donuts. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So uh, while he's getting donuts, Cordy just happens upon him again. I mm-hmm. think she's just following him around town at this point. Yes, it's very. <laughs> she is like lurking in the background when she comes upon him in the. Oh hey, <laughs> it's you, Dude, Yes, yes, and this is where our title comes from. At the school, she told him the Zeppo that you're the Zeppo, mm-hmm. and that that'll be our our Cordy burn. Mm-hmm. But she's showing him once again that he is the useless part. You're the one out for donuts. He's expendable, mm-hmm. basically. And for those who haven't, who don't understand it, aren't old enough to get it, or haven't yet Googled it, the term comes from the Marx Brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, they Which, were real life rudeness. Yeah, seriously. So there were four of them, I guess. And I guess Groucho and Chico were the main ones and someone and there's some one other one in Zeppel, which I can't remember the other one's name, so no. why is Zeppel? Right. But, so Zeppel was basically the straight man in all the show and all the movies and everything, and he was supposedly the expendable one, blah blah blah. So basically somebody in your group is the expendable one or the one that doesn't have a thing. Yeah. They're considered the Zeppo. And that's Xander. But Xander has found a new another new exciting hobby of picking up random floozies. Who just is this like woman? Cars. Who is she? We never find out a name, do we? Does she even so. go is she she's an adult. She's she an probably adult. doesn't go to their school. No, she's going she's very least she's at the college. She's awful. She fell she fails the Bechtel test. Oh God. Every ounce of it. She's terrible. She's all she does is just talk about cars, cars, and the guys that had the cars, and the cars with the game with the guys, and the guys with the cars, and like, and Xander doesn't give a fuck about cars Not at all. He doesn't know anything about them, and he's so bored, so bored. He's begging Angel to come talk to him. <laughs> Don't you need my help, please? I know I hate you, and I've tried to kill you a couple times in the past. <laughs> Save me from this pain. And even Angel's like, no, you're just gonna get hurt. What? Are you? Did you guys have a meeting beforehand? Did my mom call? Like, <laughs> why all of a sudden? <laughs> so then he's gonna take this random. I don't. Where is he taking this rando girl now? I would like to think home. I hope so. He is the worst. She's of no interest whatsoever. Um, of any, she's not interesting. No, and she's, she's not, not interested in anything Xander has to give or talk about, other than a ride in his car. Yeah. So. He goes to pull out of the car or pull his pull out of his parking space, and what do you know? He hits O'Toole for some reason. Which, like looking oh, at the way that the car is parked, 
Um, there was no one behind Xander. No, I don't know why he didn't back up. So he shouldn't have. <laughs> it shouldn't have been a problem. He can't drive. He just doesn't know how to drive. Did Xander get a license? Does Xander have a license? I don't think. I don't think so. I think he just borrowed the car. Okay. So we're back at the library again, and Willow and Buffy are just monsters. <laughs> There's an entire box of donuts. And they've eaten all the good ones. They've eaten all the jelly. All the jelly donuts. Willow is a snitch. She ratted her out immediately. <laughs> immediately. They're doing their research. They're doing their thing. It's it's the two girls and then Giles rolls in and he's like frantic and he's like, um, where's all the jellies? And they're like, oh, where's I didn't know you wanted one. And he's like, I'm the one that's always like, hey, make sure to put some jellies in the mix, bitches. <laughs> and Willow's just, Buffy ate three. <laughs> First of all, ew. But ew. How could you, how could you yes. Donuts? How could you eat three jelly donuts? I don't even, oh, oh, mm. I can barely make it through half of one sometimes. Yeah, I don't, like, I usually, and I like a jelly. I usually scoop out half of the jelly that's in the donut, <laughs> honestly. It's just too much. I just, it's too much jelly. Oh, I'm feeling kind of. I end up ripping it in half and like dunking the donut in the jelly. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> oh. But she ate three. So, yeah, so these bras are selfish and greedy, and uh, Will is a snitch. And Xander, Giles says, well, we send Xander for more. No! That's not He is job. not your donut delivery boy. <laughs> that is rude. And it, it is, and it's just so... The dynamic is really weird. Seriously, I'm thinking his mom called or somebody yeah. has... Because when has Xander not been good enough to do research? Exactly. He's always been yeah. up to this point, there in the thick of it, doing mm-hmm. research. And I've never seen him run for snacks. Sue, so, back to O'Toole. And Katie. And Katie. His, um, Katie's pretty. That's a really nice um, knife. But it's like a gut knife. Like you just don't knife or something. Do you need a permit to carry that around? I would think so because that's a beast. It's got to be at least like twelve inches long. What if you sit on it? Where was he holding it? Was it just behind his back? Did it come out of the back of his pants? I hope you had a holster or sheet for it of sorts. And here he is about to get his face cut off, and Car Tramp is just like, "Are we gonna go driving?" So here's the scene where, um, you know, Xander's masculinity gets really put to the test. Poor baby. Sorry about that. Your car came out of nowhere. I was parked. Exactly. I can cover the damages. I don't have insurance in the strictest sense of the word, but I have a little money. The important thing is that we're all right and we can work this out like two reasonable frontiersmen. Where do you want it? What? Where do you want it? I'm fairly certain I don't want it at all, but uh, thank you. Wow, cool knife. Yeah, great knife. Although I think um, it may technically be a, a sword. She's called Katie. You gave it a girl's name. How very serial killer of you. That's what I think we should be going. Are you scared? Would that make you happy? Your woman looking on, you can't stand up to me. Don't you feel pathetic? Mostly I feel Katie. You know what the difference between you and me is? Again, Katie's bringing to mind. Fear. Who has the least fear? And it has nothing to do with 
So that's just... <laughs> so yeah, so it just turns into this big uh, pissing match. Mm-hmm. Who's got the biggest dick? Yep. That whole thing. And I would imagine, again, this is, a lot of th- this is something that a lot of, I would say, just teenagers in general, yeah. um, not just dudes, go through of being taunted. <laughs> and so, who's got the bigger nads? Who's the fear? Are you scaredy cat? And blah, yep. blah, blah. But... I'm fairly certain I don't want it. No, that's a- that my favorite. And then he ends up giving him the knife. Yes. And that's when she's just like, are we going to go dry? And he's just like, I'm sorry, my situation's not exciting enough. And it's like, for a second, I thought he was just going to turn around and stab her. Which, okay. You have to do what you have to do. Any judge would have understood. Yes. It's like, no, you got to understand. She was talking to me about carburetors and horsepower for <laughs> about a good 75 minutes. The sun went down. That's how long she's been talking about. <laughs> so a cop comes in and interrupts their wrestling time. And- They're wrestling. <laughs> and Xander doesn't rat him out. No. He's just like, oh, we're just wrestling, blowing off steam or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Cop leaves and then O'Toole is like, hey, that's really cool of you. Why not rat me out? What's with his accent? Let's hang. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> so they go to the cemetery. Which, sure. Okay, that's what people in Sunnydale do. I bet that's what people in Sunnydale do. That's why they didn't find it odd. That's gotta be it. And plus, like, they spent, the Scoobies spend so much time there that they probably just doesn't click. Like, hey, wait a minute. We're not here for research or or killing anything. Why are you here? I'm sure Xander was just like, let's see where this goes. (laughs) What else am I doing? Sure. So O'Toole has decided to raise his friend. And this is where we get to meet Bob. Yay. Big cuddly Bob. Yay. Michael Cudlitz. Oh, how we love you. Yes. And the girl runs away. She screams and runs away. Which finally it dawns on her that you probably shouldn't be a part of this. And Sanders like, I'll call you. No, you won't. (laughs) Don't even lie to her. Stop. Why? So Bob's biggest concern is that Jack's been taping Walker, Texas Ranger <laughs> these eight months since he's been dead. I guess they've had a pact. Mm-hmm. That, um, was it a car crash that got him or something? I think he has a bullet hole in his head. <sighs> yeah, he got shot right in the I forget who. Drive something? Oh, uh, gang? Yeah. Oh, yes, they're in some sort of gang, which, okay, sure. So, um, you know, O'Toole is like, let's go get the rest of the boys. And it's, there are two more and they're dead too. Who apparently their name, one of them's name is Dickie. We actually okay. hear him called Dickie. The other one apparently is named Parker. Is in Parker Lewis Can't Lose? I guess. Did we at any time call him Parker? I, I don't know. Um, so yeah, they go, he's raising corpses. Yeah. Is what his thing yeah. is. His friends have all died. Yep. And uh, that's his thing. And I wish Xander had kind of been like, hey, what's wrong with this guy that all his friends are dead? Mm-hmm. What kind of life are you living? And the other two corpses, they are worse for the Ooh. wear. Like, they've either been under for quite some time or they were exploded. Mm-hmm. Um, they look nasty. Fire? Yeah, they were fucked Like, up. Bob looks pretty gross. Yeah. But, I mean, some foundation makeup, sure. some powder Hollywood makeup, you can okay. cover that shit up. Exactly. The other two, the, I think one's missing an eye, mm-hmm. like, straight up. Um. So Xander comes across Giles in the library. He's doing some weird spell with some spirits. The the graveyard. Yeah. 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 In the graveyard. And it's the strangest thing. Like, we've never seen Giles do this before. We never knew there were some spirits that hung out in the cemetery. Okay. Okay. How come we've never used them before? He's asking them for help this time because I guess this is a really big deal. And they're like, fuck off. (laughs) We don't want anything from you. No. 
You don't work for the council Stop. anymore. Yeah, right. So apparently they're a little bit elitist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe you should have got Wesley on board. Oh, wait, Wesley has not been introduced yet. Not yet. So Sandra's all like, you need my help? No, no, no. You'll just get hurt. Don't. <laughs> like you guys are really being rude now you are you're being so mean to him <laughs> stop being mean you'll just get hurt it's really it's really dismissive and it's just kind of fucked up so and then we take to this extremely dramatic moment at <sighs> willie's bar he's so beat up he is fucked up buffy like the place is trashed and willie is also trashed uh just bloody and beaten and he bruised. looks like he's gonna die yeah any second now and luckily like as i was watching this i was like this man looks like he's going to die. Aren't mm-hmm. you going to do something? Then she says, oh, the ambulance on the way. It's like, okay. Wish <laughs> you're not a total asshole. <laughs> so Buffy's just like pumping him for information. And, you know, more, it's more like a harbinger kind of thing. The end is near. Yeah. Go hug your sweeties and tell your loved ones you love uh-huh. them. It's going to, you guys just go be quiet together. You and Angel should just go get with the smoochies and you guys just <laughs> You take pictures of teenage girls. <laughs> we can never be friends, no. Willie. Yeah. <laughs> you no. no. <laughs> Cut to Xander and the boys letting loose. Bob is super pumped about being <laughs> being back. Uh, yes. And they're all excited about going to bake a cake. Yeah. Let's bake a cake. And this doesn't raise any suspicions to Xander because Mm-mm. why would one uh, sociopath and three dead corpses that he Wanna just bake rose- a cake? Yeah, obviously that is a a code for something else. Yeah, and even when they go to the hardware store to pick it up cake supplies, he's still just like hmm. <laughs> crime. <laughs> We're doing crime now, <laughs> and he comes across Willow, who is at the not now magic box. It becomes the magic box. Yes, at this time it was called <laughs> Uncle Bob's Magic Cabinet. Nope. That sounds like a place where children go to disappear. Yep. That is absolutely um, so a word. That's the term that you hear on 60 Minutes uh-huh. special about Bob Jackowitz, yep. who has disappeared dozens of young children. They're just gone. <sighs> and it's Decker hardware. So they're breaking into Decker hardware. Crime. And we see that Willow is at Uncle Bob's getting magic supplies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And once again, he's like, well, do you need my help? <laughs> no, no, I love you. I love you. She does come back and say, I love you. Bah! <laughs> We've done this. Stop it right now. And that's the, the sticker. Uncle Bob's. Uncle Bob's Uncle Magic Bob's Cabinet. Uncle Bob's Magic Cabinet. And was that Uncle Bob? Good night. Because she was like, sorry to get you out yeah, of bed. I, should, I guess so. Where did he live? Did she call him at home and he met her there? How does like, she have his phone number? Right? Why does he care who she is? Uncle this is so many questions. So many questions. So, okay, so he's the one who took over after the woman that spiked Yeah. Me. Yes. <laughs> so is that the one that ends up dead later, Uncle Bob? Or is I there think some, so. another proprietor? But no, I think Uncle Bob is probably the last owner. Okay. Before Giles. <laughs> Because Drusilla ate one, and then the lady bought the shop. Right. And then Spike ate her. <laughs> <laughs> and I, we do, Giles does mention that, and it's so cheap. <laughs> well, yes, because every person that's owned it has died. <laughs> of course you got it they cheap. They are paying you. Like, if you wait a couple more months, they'll yes. pay you. Just take it, please. So they, you know, they figure out that Xander wants to bail. 
And they're like, oh, he doesn't feel included. Yeah, he needs to be initiated into the... Well, how do I get initiated? Dun, dun, dun. You have to die. I'm sorry, uh, what? Who? And he's like, well, what the fuck? Jack's, Jack's not dead. Then Jeff's... Oh, surprise! surprise! <laughs> Jack has like 18 bullet holes. Jack is a good looking corpse. <laughs> I can only assume Jack has only been dead for a couple days. Yeah, well, a couple hours, he said. Oh, really? Yeah, he said, I'd only been dead a couple hours when granddaddy raised me. Okay. So that's why he looks the best of them all. His granddaddy raised him. So yes, this is where it all comes from. Jack has like some sort of voodoo magical <laughs> granddad, words, right? Grandpap, somebody who taught him the spell. Yeah, and he's the one who raised him. And and I don't know. Okay. He had to wait eight months for the stars to align. Sure. To raise his friends. Okay. <laughs> but, eight weeks, I think he said that. May, I think that's what he said. Drive by eight weeks ago or gotcha. three weeks ago, something like that. Okay. So they're trying to talk Xander into dying. Mm-hmm. Xander, uh, you know, understandably so, is really not into it. No. He's like, I, I, I want to be part of the gang, but I'm not dying to be part of the gang. <laughs> you guys are crazy. <laughs> and he manages to get away. He does. He's, he skitters off. And they're upset because he has all the supplies for the cake. Xander doesn't really know. There's like <coughs> a very strange. Um, yeah. He. It's a it's an awkward getaway. It's that espresso See. pump. We've talked about the espresso pump rope before. Get it flummoxes walls. people. Get some walls, guys. Yeah, <laughs> or at least take the the chairs and stuff inside. <laughs> <laughs> Xander takes off with all their cake supplies, and then they're like, "Fuck! I guess we got to go back and get some more." Whatever. It's still, it's right there. I know you're right at least there. Right guys. there. <sighs> what else are you doing? So, so he's just like, "Oh God, I should just." He should go home. He should. Is what he should. He do. should. But, but no. no. He He's run- in for the time of his life. He, ru- <laughs> he runs into Faith, mm-hmm. who's, who's battling this weird-ass demon, another sister of Jay, Yeah, in the park. And this girl's messing her up. She's fucking her up hard. Yeah. And uh, Faith, you know, she's hanging in there. Xander rolls along and then uh, cold and hits her, runs over the demon. This car has hit another car and just run over a demon and not a scratch on it. No. That's the power of the fucking cars that were made in the 50s, man. Yeah. <clears throat> so he takes Faith home to her ugh, flea-infested hotel room. <laughs> and right away you can tell, uh-oh. Oh, shit. Faith's like, all wound up. She's like, ah, oh, she, didn't, she didn't actually kill the demon, so she's got this whole, you know, incomplete yep. thing that's happening in her. And, you know, Faith, Faith, uh... Her shoulders all popped out. She's like, <laughs> "This is great." She's uh, like, <laughs> "Like she hold me." <laughs> Xander like goes out. She's like, "No, no, no, just my shoulder, <laughs> asshole." And she like a baller tosses her shoulder back in place. But then she's like, "Oh, hello, muscles, boy, tingly." Oh, hello. So yes, this is another a nice example of like the just like the gender roles mm-hmm. being swapped in this episode. Because usually, you know, you'd see this. This is Faith would be the dude, yeah, who takes what he wants and you know tosses you out later. But uh, you know, Faith, she, I don't want to say, takes it from Sanders. Oh, Sanders full on aware, yes. and, and willing of what's happening, but she uh, a little, a couple steps above seduce, yeah. 
<laughs> he didn't really have a choice. No. Yeah. It's not assault. No. But it's between seduce and assault. Yes. <laughs> yes. And there. I I love when he's she's just like, Are you up for it? And he's like, I, I'm suddenly very up. Yes. I've just never been up with people before. <laughs> So because she's full on grabbed him, yeah. she has stuck her hand <laughs> in his pants, and she's going for it. Yes, and she is willing to um, steer him around the curves. Yes. And we get a very neat shot of her riding the shit out of him, reflected in the television screen. Yes, so it's, it's all very, you know, above board. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's very she's, clean. Yeah, she's covered in a sheet. Yeah, we're just basically seeing her body just kind of go up and down, and, and she's, that was cute little cuddle and then she tosses him out She's that like, was great that was great thanks gotta take a shower <laughs> Late. He, she didn't even let him get dressed no she just handed him his clothes yep. and tossed him out the door and why is he wearing this necklace I, it is a gold <laughs> chain a full on fat gold chain I don't get it <laughs> It's so terrible. And Oz, we cut to the library, and Oz is just flipping shit. He wants out. He's acting an ass, and I don't understand. That thing's about to come out of the floor, and he's like, let me the hell out of here. I don't want to be in here. And then we get what I don't understand. So Giles has decided that he's going to give the gun to Willow, and he's going to open. It seems to me that maybe she should have opened the door and he shot. Yeah, because, you know, Giles, you're the actual one. You're the watcher. You have the experience mm-hmm. and the aim. And it's not your boyfriend. You're right. a grown up. You just let her open the fucking grate and you took a shot. Now, maybe she threw a little bit of a fit and said she could do it, but you're the adult. Everyone's going to, going to shoot us and she was going to. No, let the, let the adult do it. Yes. So she finally lands one in him and, you know, I guess the the plan is to move him to a safer location. Which Giles let her do. Right. She dragged Oz. How long did it take her to drag that unconscious where can we get a dolly is yeah there like a book cart she exactly. could have used because when she came back she's <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's all locked up <laughs> Giles just being lazy <laughs> so of course xander's like <laughs> he's riding around town and he's <laughs> i just he's, had sex he's trying to focus on the important <laughs> thing at hand here this whole and he can't well, no, he gets back in the car and realizes, mm-hmm. hey, they're not baking a cake. Yeah. They're building a bomb. So he tries to focus on that, and then, but it keeps, obviously, you know, mm-hmm. he just lost his virginity with Faith. He go, he drives back to the hardware store. You had to have at least been with Faith for a good 45 minutes, at least, let's say. Yes. You know, between the time, getting there, yeah. get, let's say. Yeah. Why would they still be at the hardware store? They're just going to sit there and wait. He'll be back. He's coming back. They're sitting on the curb. He likes us. He'll be back. <laughs> So then this is probably my favorite part in the whole episode. Yes. This is the most, this is the most brilliant of brilliantest moments ever in Buffy history of scenes. Uh-huh. I'm just going to play it now. <laughs> you may be ready to go, but I am not ready to lose you. Okay, this is my fight. And if you won't do it my way, then you're... Hey. I've got this, um, <laughs> there's this, uh, this is probably a bad time. Can I help? Okay. <laughs> so 
the beauty is that you know it was in it was the most spectacular uh, you know the usual spangle moment of Buffy and Angel so melodramatic yes. and, and Angel and his eyes were working <laughs> and the music was plain and swelling and Angel I can't live or Buffy I can't live without you Angel I, you need to go and Xander interrupts <laughs> I love the look on everyone's face <laughs> Because Xander's horrified, like, <laughs> ooh, I have really interrupted ooh, something here. But I really do have something going on. I just, I, I he's like, can I help? Yeah. <laughs> oh, and Angel's face, those eyes. I hate it. I hate it so much. I want to punch him. It's like the wind is blowing in his eyes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Andy has a headache. <laughs> it is the best scene. And then they go right back to it. Yes. It's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. One of the, one of the absolute reasons why we love the show is mm-hmm. make fun of itself. Yes. Such the beauteous moment. <laughs> so then we are back in the library and we're getting ready and Willow tells Giles that she's locked Oz up. He's all locked up in the basement. Mm-hmm. You know. What? And there was a place to lock him up in the basement? Mm, why didn't we just start doing that before? Yeah. Why don't we always do that? Because if kids come in and out of the school at 520, mm-hmm. what are the odds that someone's going to be like, why is Oz naked in the book cage? What? <laughs> so why is there a giant dog in the book cage? Yeah. <clears throat> so the dead crew is also building their bomb in the basement of the school. <clears throat> and then they're out and about walking congratulating each other on the great bomb that they've just set. High five, bro. And here comes Xander like, hey, yeah, he's back. The wheels are back. No, he's just come to grab Dickie or Parker. It's a really great moment. It's mm-hmm. a nice scene. And Xander's feeling himself. He's being real tough about it. He grabs him by his arm and he's like, you know, dragging him along down through the main street. And he's like trying to get him to, to answer questions. He's like, <laughs> you know, where's the bomb? Why do it? Blah, blah, blah. And then um, he's like, gets real wordy with the whole thing. And he's like getting real like, you know, Steven Seagal like and this next is going to be the most important thing. And then he he uh, runs him into a mailbox uh-huh. and decapitates him. Yep. <laughs> then he's just like, shit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so they's just like fuck I gotta go I, I, and they're chasing after him and way to go Cudlets for being the fastest of the crew like he's yeah. hauling ass it. so everything has come to a head now both the A story and the B story are both in the school now yes finally we've come yeah. together they're fighting this big ass monster in the library and Giles remarks it's gotten bigger (laughs) it's gotten bigger and you see uh, Xander go running past the library and one of the zombies looks in the window like whoa (laughs) like wouldn't it right away guys there's some (laughs) shit happening here yeah I think um... so like my problem is Xander how about you tell Buffy and Willow there's a giant bomb in the basement that could probably kill this giant monster that you're true story trying to kill. Yep. That sure, the school would have blown up. Sure. But, but at least your friends would have been out. You tell them, um, I think we got your problem solved. Yeah. And then uh yeah. Yeah, it didn't make any sense. No. Okay. So instead he try right. he keeps taking on zombies one by one. And you know, he fumbles through it. He eventually gets them all. And then finally he gets down to the basement with O'Toole, mm-hmm. where the bomb actually is. And there's, we've got like, what, two minutes left on the bomb yeah. or something? Okay. In reflection of your concern of tell your friends uh, there's a bomb here, we could kill the whole demon thing. 
Xander locks himself in the room <laughs> yeah. with the bomb and O'Toole. Yep. And is like, hey, I'm fine sacrificing myself and letting this bitch go yeah. off. And then you're going to go too. And O'Toole's like, I died before. And it's no big deal. Xander's like, oh, but this is like bits and pieces. Swooped up by the Xander. Blah, blah, blah. Not, not hanging thing. out with your friends. Right. Pappy's <laughs> not going to be able to raise you this time. Yeah. And, but you're not just sacrificing yourself, yeah. Xander. No. You're sacrificing all of, all of your friends. All of them too. All of them. All of your friends. He does have a really funny moment where he yells at himself for because he's doing his punning thing with each one of them too, and yes. he keeps. <laughs> he's like, less talk, less talk, because <laughs> he flattens Bob with a vending machine, which kills a shocking amount of people every year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the amount of vending machine deaths uh-huh. in Sunnydale High. <laughs> uh-huh. Then the Dicky gets killed by the Sisters of Jay. Yes, they eat him. And then he runs down to the base. I love that he sees that monster and he's just like, oh, go the other way. No, you tell your friends there's a bomb in the basement. Right. Also, you had an axe right there. Why don't you just chop mm-hmm. it? A- okay. But yeah, he's like chasing the other one in there and he's like starts to talk real. And then mm-hmm. he's like, I wasn't finished. Yes, I love that. Because <laughs> he runs away from him. <laughs> you got to ask yourself. <laughs> you feeling lucky? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so finally they get there and you know uh o'toole buckles and he's like fine and he <laughs> i want to hang out with my friends i have a good looking corpse i, I want to live <laughs> i got time i got so much time and he disarms the bomb and xander you can hear the poop hit xander's uh-huh. underpants <laughs> yep and then he starts feeling he's like yeah i'm bad <laughs> i'm the man and then O'Toole's like, I'm not, he's, and he tells him, he's like, I don't think I want to see you around here anymore, yeah, Jack. It gets real, 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 uh, Who the hell do you think it. you are? Huh. And then Xander, uh, sashays out and then O'Toole's like, yeah, we're not done. He opens the door and gets eaten by, by Oz. Oz. Yep. He gets eaten. <laughs> ah, surprise. That's yep. where Oz was. Yeah. <laughs> he was in the basement too. And he, he gets eaten. So the next day, everyone is beat the fuck up. They are fucked up. Yeah. Like, I don't think I've ever seen Each and every one of them. I've never seen them all in such disarray. So much for your accelerated Slayer powers, because you're beat the fuck up, too. Yeah. But then... (laughs) Recapping the horrors that they have seen. And Oz is just like... (laughs) I'm surprisingly full. (laughs) Well, you ate a guy. (laughs) And that's what bugs me. too. Yeah. Like, it happens, like... 45 seconds maybe after Xander leaves the room. Mm-hmm. Xander didn't hear him screaming. Because <laughs> he was screaming. That's true, yes. They no. do this on Buffy quite a bit. There's in Somebody season, leaves yes. a room and immediately. Right. <laughs> someone's like, there. Yes. They now they make a hilarious call back to it in season four in a new man mm-hmm. when Ethan Rain is in that crypt yes. talking <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh a bugger, I thought you'd gone. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Who's there? Finally. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it's hilarious. <laughs> so the next day, Xander comes across Cordelia again, who is ready to just spit mad venom at him. <laughs> but this time he doesn't care. He's like, nope. And it bugs the shit out of her. He just stares at her. Do you hear me? Come back here. What are you so happy about? <laughs> she's just... But he does deserve she gets all gets real of it. Lucy Van Pelt on it. Yeah, she really does. And he just doesn't care. And he just walks off into the sunset because he's had his own adventure. No one will ever know about it. Does anybody... Did he ever tell anyone? I don't think he ever tells anyone. 
Xander has grown a little bit mm-hmm. in this episode, and finally he just lets Cordelia have that venom. And it's like, I'm not going to. Because he doesn't even tell them that he had sex with Faith. That's we right. That doesn't come out until later. Yeah. And, uh, Consequences. Yeah, Willow's pretty... Uh, <laughs> I can talk to her, because we, we shared a... M- um, sweetie. That was, that's your mistake. But we'll get to that. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. It's like, oh, oh. <laughs> it's so- oh. You really uh. thought, oh... <laughs> It's been like oh. three episodes. <laughs> oh. So there was uh, not a song this week. No, no song. I mean, the score was good. It was a good score. Yeah. But just no songs this week. Which, I mean, is just going to be more and more like that, which is fine. Yeah. Um, it becomes less than they they less try and cram popular songs into the episodes, which yeah. is fine by me. Like me this too. Christoph Beck score is amazing. He's very talented, and so that's always very welcome, as opposed to some random fucking Arcade Fire song or something right. that gets thrown into the mix. <laughs> Here's my... What what do they do in Sunnydale? So, mean? they look like they've all been in a horrible car wreck. <laughs> Does anyone ask them what happened to them? That demon bursted through the wall. What, what about the floor? And the floor. Who yeah. fixed the floor? Who is fixing these things? Did did Snyder? Where is Snyder? This is right. This has happened several Mm times. Like the school is in constant re-repair. So I don't. The taxes in Sunnydale must be insane. And nobody ever. There should be like random. I would have loved just like in the background, just like some random fundraisers Mm -hmm. for school repairs. Yes. Construction guys walking around. Just, you know. Sure. Because the. Library should be off limits. It's it's a hazard zone. There's a hole in the floor. Yes. <laughs> and it takes a while to fix a hole. And did they concrete it? Yes. it like, how do they fix this yeah, hole that, in the floor? And, yes. And it should have, the hole should be really deep. Really deep. Like to the earth's core. Yeah. <laughs> so. And yet. Da-da-da. School is school. open. Mm-hmm. Everything's fine. Yep. Maybe we should ask the librarian who's got fucking eight scratches across right. his face <laughs> and still bleeding a little bit <laughs> and limping. Yeah. You think he knows anything about that giant hole in the library? But no. Floor? We just, we don't talk about that. Yikes. No. Cordy's burn. Oh, it was bad. <laughs> she tells Xander, integral part of the group, Xander, you're the useless part of the group. You're the Zeppo. Cool. Look it up. It's something that a subliterate that's repeated the twelfth grade three times has, and you don't. Yikes! So I guess that um, the subliterate that is repeated twelfth grade three times is Jack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just give it up at that point. Repeat the twelfth grade three times. Just, just stop. You take your GED or something. Yeah, Pay someone it. to take your Let GED. Let it go. And then she she follows that up with she turns around and walks away, and she's like, "There's no part of that that wasn't fun." Yes. She um rel- she uh she basks in it. Yep. She had a good time she, with that. She loved it. Mm-hmm. Loved it. That was probably her most favorite chord. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Although she gets another zinger in next week. Yes. And it's it's not even a burn. It's just fucking rude. <laughs> so we might have to change the title to Cordy's Moment of Rudeness. Cordy's just fucking rude. <laughs> uh the bodies dropped. Oof. That was 10. Yeah. Two unidentified J sisters uh, killed before Willow's clouding spell. An unidentified J sister impaled by Faith. Parker beheaded by Xander's driving in a mailbox. Mm-hmm. Dickie killed by the sisterhood of J. Uh, Big Bob 
crushed by a vending machine, but pushed by Xander. Three unidentified Jace. Damn, how many of these bitches were there? There were a lot of them. Uh, three unidentified Jace sisters killed momentarily after the Hellmouth was open, and then Jack O'Toole devoured by odds in werewolf form. Yeah, and we got. I gotta give a shout out to the Buffy Wiki because that's where I love to get my bodies dropped. Yeah, they have wonderful info there, and if you guys have never seen it, go. It's awesome. That's where we get our bodies dropped. Absolutely. Um. Oh, I was going to say something. The moral oh, yeah. of the story. Well, I also had a question about like, so Oz ate a guy. Oz ate and, a guy. And where was werewolf form? This is probably like the second or third time this has happened. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> what does that do to his like intestines? Like, his digestive Blech. system. Like, what? Hopefully the wolf <laughs> shits it out before he wakes up. But he's still full, so... I don't think so. I think Oz just ends up with every time he just ends up with the poops. Does he like look? There's a finger. Why is there a finger? Like yeah, because I'm not seeing the werewolf like chewing on whole, like chewing like a full. They don't chew their food. They gulp no. it. Okay. And he's such a tiny man. He is. He's a wee lad. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, the moral of the story actually comes from. Um, Author Meg Cabot, and I'm not sure who this woman is, but this was like brought to my attention from uh, the video, The Passion of the Nerds. He does uh, a review, a recap, if you will, of each episode of Buffy. And ever so often I will watch those because he is uh, very much more in tune to it than I am. Because I've, you know, I've, I've watched these episodes so many times. <laughs> and it's just always been fan mode, fan mode. And a lot of times it takes a lot for me to just sit down and try to unpack yeah. the episodes as a literary or as something of a little more highbrow yeah. form as in getting past. Oh, my God, that was so funny. Fire bad. <laughs> Treat pretty. Yes. <laughs> So, um, Passion of the Nerd sometimes helps me in that, get me in that form, get me in that mode. So, author McCabot says, courage isn't the absence of fear, but rather the judgment that something else is more important. So, which was a great, a great overall arc of what this episode was. You know, Xander, he learned how to deal with his own fear, even though he was scared of fucking O'Toole and everything that was going on. He still, he, he pushed forward. And did what was right and what was supposed to be done. And there was also something else that I that came to my attention. There was something that um, uh, one of the producers and directors of the original Buffy movie, Frank Kazuki, and this is really great. He says, and this kind of also slips into this episode, you can educate your daughters to be slayers, but you must also educate your boys to be Xanders. So... Basically, like, Xander accepts the women in his group are the strong and the powerful ones, mm-hmm. and he doesn't... Of course, there are times that challenges him, yeah. but he doesn't do much to try to change it. Like, right. he accepts it for the most part, and so, yeah, I mean, that's just, like, a great mm-hmm. quote. You also teach your boys to be Xanders. And I can't wait until we get to season seven, mm-hmm. and he has that that monologue with Dawn. It's one of the best moments. Every time, Charles. Yep. Every, it's, it, and it, it perfectly encompasses his feelings about his place in the group. Absolutely. Oh, every time I get yeah. chills just and thinking about it. He's fine with it. And he's fine with it in the comic. Yes. He just, he knows where his lane is. He's picked his lane and he stays in it. Exactly. He knows what he's good at, you know. And you also have something, a note here about Doctor Who. Yes. So... I just found this out today that apparently this episode helped inspire Russell T. Davies 
season two, series two of Doctor Who, the episode Love and Monsters. Really? Yeah. What was that episode like? What was that? So that episode, it's a Doctor Light episode, mm-hmm. which means that the Doctor was not in that episode very much. Mm-hmm. So it's an episode where we meet this man and he's in this support group of people who have also had experiences with the Doctor. Okay. And they're on this mission to find the Doctor. And they get bamboozled by an alien who's also trying to find the doctor. Hmm. So this man, he's a, he's just a man. Uh-huh. There's nothing special about him. He's just a man, but he ends up saving the day. Hmm. He works with the doctor and saves the day. So it's really neat that this episode of Buffy would influence yeah. a huge 50-year-old show. You know, it was yeah, like 46 or 47 at the time. That's pretty but, awesome. Yeah. Huh. I was like, look. My two loves in life. <laughs> They're coming together. They're coming together. Because I'm all decked out in Doctor Who today. <laughs> a nice feather in your cap, Whedon. Uh-huh. I love it. <laughs> and it says it said that that episode and a Star Trek episode oh, were the really? main influences. And I love that episode of Doctor Who because it has an ELO soundtrack. ELO. Electric, Electric Light. Light Orchestra? Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's so great. <laughs> I love it. That's amazing. <laughs> but it is. It's one of those episodes where you're like, what? The doctor's not even in this episode. What the fuck? But then you're like, oh. <laughs> it's so good. And it hits you in the feels. It hits you right in the feels. It's just another one of those feel good yeah. moments. The monster's terrible. It's like Balthazar in our next episode. Oh. It's so gross and rubbery and ugh. Now, are there, is the new Doctor Who started? The Christmas episode was just on Christmas Day. Every year they have a Christmas episode. I was not impressed. Okay. <laughs> I was very unhappy. But the new season will start sometime in 2017, I believe. He has a new companion. Okay. And I'm looking forward to it. The clip that they showed at the end of the Christmas episode looked really good. Huh. Alrighty. So, then there's always a new companion that he has. Uh, he had, Clara was his last companion and she was there for... Two, two or three seasons. Okay. Like two and a half seasons. So this is the first new companion that Peter Capaldi has had. Gotcha. All right. So we have some Facebook feedback. From, yes. Uh, we told everybody that we were recording today. And um, some folks chimed in on their thoughts about the Zeppo. You got that up. Yeah, I was really happy. I'm so glad that people are there and they're listening. and Yay. they. I just wanted to know what people thought about the Zeppo and it's, you know, what were their favorite memories of the Zeppo? And there were a couple of folks who obviously Cudlets. Yep. Michael Cudlets, who, by the way, Marcel and I had the pleasure of meeting mm-hmm. at um, Steel uh, City. Steel City Con, thank you, in Pittsburgh a couple weeks ago. And we chatted with him and he was nice enough. Like, we wanted to get him to call in on this episode, but. The time did not work out for him. Yeah. His schedule is too busy. Um, but he did, was nice enough to give us his email address so mm-hmm. we could possibly, hopefully, schedule something for the future. Because, you know, dude, he, as most of you know, he's out. He doesn't have that job anymore. So he's he's working. Yeah. My man is trying to get new work or whatever yeah. it is he's doing right now. So he's he's busy. And plus, he's always around doing like walker stalkers and all sorts yeah. of cons and everything like that. So hopefully. Hopefully in the future. And um, if you guys feel free to tweet him. <laughs> and be like, hey, we really want to hear you on Saturday. <laughs> um, uh, that's totally cool. <laughs> so our Facebook feedback. Yes, Ashlyn, our friend Ashlyn that we met at Wizard World two years ago. Oh, nice. She hello. is hello. One of her favorites is obviously Michael Cudlitz. Duh. As is Kate Edwards. She likes Michael as well. And she also said 
the end when Cordy's telling Xander how worthless he is and he just smiles and walks off. Mm. I think that was the start of a more confident Xander. And I think it was, too. Very. Yes, absolutely. Until he comes across. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, the lurker just, in the stairs. Exactly. My <laughs> husband just rolled in on the studio. I didn't know he was home. Hi. And Hello. <laughs> and scared the hell out of me. Like, I heard a stomping. Thump. Thump. <laughs> and I was like, Marcella, <laughs> Hello, revisiting Sunday fans. <laughs> Alright, crash the session. <laughs> Happy New Year! Yay! <laughs> so, oh, let's just start my heart back up again. <laughs> she got it all started. It's okay. <laughs> and then we have Newt Calkins. Great name. Ah, uh, Newt. Yes. Uh, some of you, uh, Newt has been on an episode of Down to Watch. Really? Yes. Awesome. Um, what a great name. Yeah. And it's his real one. <laughs> name he says the rubber monster the rest of the gang is fighting in the background and yeah that it it, it is a big old giant rubber <laughs> yes it's just rubber I mean, monster it's obvious that they didn't give much thought in production it, on that I was like this is really just the beast plot and it makes the worst so- it's like <laughs> it makes the most terrible sounds <laughs> it's not i would laugh at it I'm, you're gross <laughs> Weak. <laughs> it's so bad, but it, it's it's still one of my favorite episodes. It is. It is. I mean, it's just good. It's really, aside from it being extremely entertaining mm-hmm. and just like full of great one-liners and little jokes. I love the fact that it's tongue-in-cheek. Yep. Um, it's Buffy like laughing at itself and the character growth of Xander. Yes, is. Like, that is like the main thing. It's like we see him. He, he he ups the level. He, he does. He, he grows up. up a little. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so it's really, that's just really great for that. Yep. And Xander's just, taking it like a man. He is. He is. He's all grossed up. Yeah. He's grossed up, but he's grossed up. All right. So, okay. It's still not too late for you guys to let us know what you think of the Zeppo. You can send us a voice message at, uh, by calling 412-385-7250, or you can record an MP3 file, less than two minutes, and email it to revisitingsunnydale at gmail.com. We will most definitely play it on the air if anyone ever mm-hmm. does send us a voicemail message. We're not going to stop We asking. have checked it. We have checked. Yes, I've checked it. <laughs> I've checked it. I promise. And you're not there. <laughs> but I do want to shout out to Baya for uh, sending us an email about her. Um, she had some thoughts on the wish. It was very long and in depth, which thank you, Baya. Um, I will go ahead and just like there's an ep- excerpt here. Um, where da, 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 da. the fact that Buffy is killed by the master for me means that she was like any slayer and another slayer would have replaced her. But as she is attached to her friends, this is what makes her a different slayer that will survive, which is very interesting is that what is very interesting is that Giles remains the same watcher and reacted the same way he would have reacted in an alternative reality. Hmm. So that is from Gabrielle Hedder, and I believe her first language is French. I think so, yeah. So sometimes some things get lost in translation on my part, um, but thank you. Gabrielle for sending that email to us. Next time, make a voicemail. And the hits just keep on coming. <sighs> okay, and so we were just we just see now that the actor who played Alf, or the Alf actor, mm-hmm. yeah, the actor who played Alf died. Yeah. Good lord, man. The Grim Reaper has a quota apparently, yeah, apparently this year. I don't know what, like, was there a bet? Somewhere he's like, I bet you I can hit 200. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so we're not going to have any award shows this year no. we're just going to have in memoriam videos yep. that are going to take it's going to take like it's going to be a good like 90 minutes and unfortunately they need to make a decision like either we 
do the video Mm -hmm. or we don't do it at all. Yeah, because it's going to be like you can't. It's going to be long. It's going to be long. And there's a lot of people you cannot. Mm -hmm. You can't cut it. You can't Brad Renfro that shit. No. Oh, God. Rude. That's just so rude. Like what? What? What were your? What are the qualities? He did drugs. What are the? What the uh, f- uh, okay, so did Heath you, Ledger. Yeah, you want to find a celebrity who didn't? Right. Like seriously. That was. Ju- it was insensitive. So that and that's the problem they have with this year. There's so many. Yep. You got to get them all in there. They're gonna have to figure out what cuts to make. And unfortunately, it's probably going to be because a lot of times they'll put directors and writers and mm-hmm. sound people that you're like, who? like not to be rude yeah no disrespect but who (laughs) those are the people unfortunately that might get cut that they might not get their moment in this in the sun because we've got every a-list person yeah and we knew it was going to happen eventually like unfortunately that's what happens in life it really sucks i mean there were a lot of them where it was kind of like and not to be desensitized to it but it was their time Mm -hmm. and it just like shasha kapoor right we're like 99 98 you lived a long lived a great life my dear yeah quite frankly i didn't know she was still alive me neither so but um, george michael was 50 53 53 he was way younger than i thought actually yeah he was a little bit younger oh which did you see what sarah michelle did yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it Freddie that gave her bad info? Somebody told her. Unfortunately, this was not her fault, guys. This was not her fault. Poor Sarah Michelle Geller <laughs> tweeted that you know, you know, sorry, or basically, as uh, she was rest in peace, George, uh, boy George. Yes, she. she, she was like, do you want to hurt? And quoted, uh, <laughs> do you really want to hurt me? So not only did, yeah, if she just said R.I.P. Boy George, I don't think anyone would have said, right. you know, they wouldn't have attacked her the way they did. But she had to throw some song lyrics in there, too, to really, really put the uh, icing on the cake. And what's really pissed off <laughs> is that he's like, he's he's so okay. He's, he's going to be on The Apprentice. <laughs> he looks very well. <laughs> and then she followed it up with somebody gave me bad information. Freddie gave, Freddy. gave you bad information. It was. I'm pretty sure that, uh, that had to be what it was. Freddie pulled a dad moment was like boy george died yeah he was you don't google that first though he puttered through the kitchen (laughs) that morning and was like boy george died not really thinking about what was happening Uh and then just went off and she's like oh and then then went to and hopped on twitter and she didn't google it because i mean i would have been like boy george died. yeah that would have been me too i would have looked it up first because even when i I saw it in all of the Mm -hmm. i I was like nah yeah no no he didn't no oh Oh, honey sarah Bless her heart. Oh, God. <laughs> but way to get your name back in the news, I guess. <laughs> Good on you. Sarah Michelle Geller's trending. Yes. <laughs> because she thought Boy George was dead. Oh, when you look at the trending on Facebook, are you afraid they died? Yes. Every time you see Every a name. Time I'm like, oh. <laughs> You're just like Rob Kardashian. Oh. Yeah, no. No. No, nope, he's still fine. He's fine. Every Charlie time. Sheen? Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Kid Rock? What? Nope. Yeah. Fuck Kid Rock. You <laughs> forgot where you came from. Uh, yeah, exactly. You forgot who Sir. paid for all of the money Sir. in your pot. You are a piece of you shit. you are coming from D yeah. fucking Detroit. Yeah. How dare you? Now yeah. all of a sudden you're a country star. Mm-hmm. Nah, mm. dude. Nah, dude. Mm-mm. Nope. Oh, fuck. Joe would you. be ashamed. Oh, my you. God. He would be ashamed. So, anywho. Next week. <laughs> what may be... When we're all said and done with Buffy, we'll have to have a top 10 of all of all 
Okay. And next week's episode would hold a place on my top 10. Oh, most definitely. Where in my top 10? I'm not quite it's sure. definitely in the top 10. But it's in my top 10. Yeah. Oh, so good. We're in for... So good. ...with the gingerbread. Get the bad girls. <laughs> <laughs> next up is bad girls. Bad girls. Yes. I'm so excited. So excited. All right. So that's it for this week. Yep. We're uh, going to sign off now. Um, you can always follow me on Twitter at Camila. No. <laughs> you can follow me, Camila, on Twitter at the underscore rugged angel. Or me, Marcel, at mspear7338. <laughs> or follow us as a podcast um, on Twitter at Back to Sunnydale. So until next time, all. Mm.